most uncomfortable 20 seconds ever, isn't it? Yeah. It's, it's a long and time. And I think you cut it early, so you're going to do it again. It, <laughs> <laughs> it feels really long. It does feel like a long time. Yeah. And it's really awkward because, like, where, where do you look when you're just sitting there silently? Yeah. Yeah. Do you, you know, it's different but similar in terms of being awkward. I find one of the most awkward situations going to the hairdresser and you're sitting there staring at yourself and at the hairdresser yeah. in the mirror. I, I can't That's why stand I don't it. go there. Yeah. <laughs> I go to the hairdresser no, but once it's, a year. It's like, yeah, I just like, I, yeah, you feel like, oh my God, my face looks really angry like, or like <laughs> bored or... Yeah. But I also don't want to talk to the hairdresser usually, so it's ah, so like, yeah, had a good day, yeah. <laughs> you just I don't well, know. It's almost it's your um relaxing to, like, yeah, time. Yeah, just to switch I would off. even turn turn off my eyes, <laughs> close my eyes, <laughs> turn, turn off, off my eyes, turn off the computer, <laughs> <laughs> just do something. I but usually I just cut. It's quick, so. Yeah, right. Yeah. Don't do much. Yeah, I don't go to the head. I try to avoid the hairdresser. Yeah. I, I used to be a personal trainer and one of my clients was a hairdresser. Oh. And I'd go to her house for a haircut. That's good. It was perfect. Yeah. She'd do it in the kitchen, 15, 20 minutes, done. Nice. Everything. Yeah. It was amazing. Yeah. I can't deal with the other stuff. I'm thinking we should go soon with Ruby because... <gasps> Has she not had a haircut yet? No. She had it from me. Like she's Oh, yeah. I do... <laughs> But now we are putting it like in a up in a tail. Yep. And so we're thinking maybe just keep it growing. I'm not sure. We'll see. Decisions. These are the big decisions you have to make as a mum. Exactly. We're deciding how she's going to look. It's for now. For now. Yeah. Until she until she talks and she's like, no, I'm not going there. (laughs) I'll be like, oh my god, I wish she didn't talk. (laughs) I remember having arguments with my mum when I was a, a little girl about my haircut <sighs> and I did not agree with the way that mum wanted me to have my hair done. You see. Well, how, how old are you? Oh, no idea. I just re- vividly remember not liking the way that she wanted oh. my haircut and th- throwing a tantrum at the hairdressers. Oh, cool. I don't yep. remember at all. Anything like from... My mum had me long hair and then my grandma would babysit me like for, I don't know, a day or so yeah. and return me with that short hair as a boy and she's oh like, really what <gasps> i was like well she didn't want me do the hair and mom was in shock and i have really ugly pictures from them <laughs> just like an ugly little boy sitting there <laughs> <laughs> i can't believe your grand cut your hair without your mom knowing yeah she just returned wow. me like that mom thought she's gonna collapse <laughs> oh my goodness Hey, yep. we haven't even introduced you to our listeners. This is ha- this oh, been you already recording. Yeah, yeah, we are going. <laughs> Hi, Grandma. <laughs> Thinking of you <laughs> in a good way. All right, okay. Um, if she listened to the podcast, can she understand English? Does she speak? No. no. All right, no. so sweet. No, but so, your mum yeah. might. Yeah, she's she's studying yeah. English, so I'll, I'll tell her to listen to this. Excellent. Yeah, <laughs> everyone. This is. Radka Karlefeld. Correct. Uh, used to be Vodakova. Yep. But he's now Karlefeld. And it's just because it's an easier surname to pronounce. Yeah, you've gone it? from a hard to an extremely easy one, haven't you? <laughs> yes. Far out. And a short one, a really short one. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> now, you are originally from Ch- 
Czech Republic. Czech Republic. Uh, the it's, reason I balked is because it used I, to be Czechoslovakia. Yes, I was yes. like, oh, what's the correct? Yeah. Yes. Without getting into politics people, and all that kind of stuff. People still think they still think, oh, Czechoslovakia. I'm like, well, almost, yeah, Czech Republic. Right, so. and we won't. Because we won't talk too much about politics and bits and pieces because neither one of us will have that much to say about it. But what was the change from Czech... So it used to be Czech Republic and Slovak Republic uh, as one country. Yep. And then we just divided. Right. Okay. So it was Czechoslovakia and now it's Czech Czech Republic and Slovak Republic. And so you say that you're from the Czech Republic and that's purely based on geography where where you actually were within the country yes okay yeah right yeah yeah so slovak republic they for example host that big challenge submarine race yeah we still say proudly that's our neighbors ah okay <laughs> so, yeah excellent and it's basically we have the same language with a, a little bit different accent i would say like an aussie english and american english that's ah. how different the czech and slovak speak Right. Okay. So we used to watch the TV news, and it was all in Czech language, but all the Slovak people understand. Okay. Right. So, yeah. Right. Yeah. And when you were growing up, when did you start to learn to speak English? Um, I think it was in like, maybe, like fourth grade at school. Oh. Okay. Yeah. Right. Um. Well, I spoke. Czech and German because we uh, our family moved to Germany when I was around I think seven years old and oh. we lived there for two years so that was one language I learned as as first that was yeah. that was pretty good to learn German yeah but then we had to move back and then I picked that school another language that which was English but right. I would say most of the English I learned from traveling to races oh really this is yeah this is how you you're basically forced to speak English. Wow. In You know, at school you can like oh, just kind of go through the classes, learn mm. a few words and yep. never use it. This is, I think, the biggest mistake. People learn that language but know only the, you know, how to say, I don't know, chair and mom and yeah. stuff like, like words. Yeah. But never like use it in, in proper life. Yeah. You have to immerse yourself yeah. in, yeah. in the uh, Feel language. a little bit uncomfortable and, and use the, <laughs> the yeah. language. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's one of my favorite things about traveling is trying the yeah. different languages. Yeah, I'm very bad at it, but I'll have a go. It's great. I, it's I like fun. we. I uh, love Spain, and I lo- <sighs> used to train in Spain a lot as well. Yeah, and because I had Spanish friends, and some some of them were older and didn't speak English, but I like to. Of course, you do bike rides with them, and I like to talk to them. Yeah. So I started speaking um, Spanish, but in a like a broken Spanish. So I can, I would say, bike ride yesterday together <laughs> or or tomorrow, and yeah. like, but it and then I got better, and you know, you start with uh, important words like I'm hungry and I'm cold. <laughs> <laughs> this is for me. And can I have a beer? Can I have a beer? Yeah, una cerveza, por favor. Por favor. <laughs> yeah. I know and that all one that. Too. And and yeah, so and it's amazing. I, I think the more languages you speak, the more lives you live or Yeah. Just yeah, it's great. So can you still speak a bit of German 
Yes, days? yes, yes. I so can you have speak. four different languages, pretty much. Czech, German, English, and a little bit, bit of, of Spanish. Spanish. Yeah, like yeah. a bad grammar of Spanish. Yeah. But you could go to Spain and get and, by. Yeah, yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, it's good. That's so impressive. Yeah. And then Brad, my husband, he speaks luckily some German because he used to race in Germany oh, yeah. for Bundesliga. Yeah. And when... For Bundesliga. Bundesliga, German Bundesliga. Like the triathlon oh. is pretty famous triathlon like races yeah and so when he met my mom for the first time she didn't speak english at all but she could speak german from when we lived in germany and he could speak german so this is how they talk they speak german together that's amazing it's pretty cool yeah wow do you remember that first time that he met your mom when was the first time uh we came over for i was promising him um white christmas <gasps> yeah so we came over for for that um mm-hmm. but it was not snowing oh no i mean i think the global warming is really bad so um i think it started to snow like two days before we left back to australia oh, he no. saw some of the white christmas but it wasn't that not quite the same yeah. but it was good when he came to czech republic he basically couldn't communicate with my grandma he learned few words like babička which is grandma and babichka. then babichka is grandma ah, yeah and then dobri it yeah. means good dobri dobri yeah so basically after every dinner he would say dobri <laughs> and then um yeah just like everyone's like do you want more beer because we have lots of beers in czech every every town has their own brewery so <sighs> ever you go you get to try the new beer and it's it's good <laughs> oh, it's dobra dobri 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 so are you a beer drinker you like a beer yeah i like beer i like wine i like both okay um (laughs) but i don't drink like you know every day yeah (laughs) it's like um i would say i would have a a drink after a race kind of just to like relax and award yourself yeah 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 just to yeah yeah right so ruby for those of you who don't know, Radko and Brad have a little girl, 14 months Yep, 14 now. and a half, yeah. 14 and a half. Yep. Yep. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, my friends always give me grief when I look at my watch when I'm thinking of a date. And I was like, no, but it's... I, yeah, exactly. I'm just helps. checking, uh, yeah. is it, uh, it's April the 13th. So it's yeah. 14 and a half, yeah. yeah. You 14 and maths. two weeks, actually. 14 and uh, one week. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Frankie is eight months today. Good job, congratulations. Thank you. <laughs> uh, what was going to... Oh, so Ruby, are you teaching her different languages? Or yeah, you you yeah, so yeah. when I'm alone with Ruby, I talk to her Czech. Wow. And then when Daddy comes back home, we speak English. Okay. So I think it's pretty cool. Yeah. And I really... Like, she's not talking yet, but her first word was Tata, which is in Czech, Daddy. Oh, so, that's you know, so cute. Yeah, it's cute. And um, she understands when I tell her, like, um, Rubinko Pozadu, like, backwards, go backwards of, like, a sofa or something. Yeah. She understands that in Czech. And when Brad tells her backwards, she understands as well. Or, like, bring this. So she understands in both languages that. Which it's is which just is amazing. Cool. It's amazing. Like, you would think, oh, in this age, whatever... Yeah. But no, she already understands. So now I know when we go to Europe and she will meet my two little, um, her two little cousins from my sister, yeah. they can, they can play in Czech, yeah. talk and everything. So, so, so it's really amazing. good. Yeah. It's incredible. But they say that this is 
you've got to teach them as young as possible yeah. and it's just yeah. nat- just becomes natural to them. Exactly, yeah. yeah. So cool. Yeah, but I mean, my mum thinks I'm confusing her when I switch languages, so she sees me talking English to, like, Brad or in front of her English, but yeah. she reckons I should talk only Czech, which I feel it's weird, like, Brad is sitting here with having yeah. dinner with us and I talk to her, like... Tak co, jak se máš, co tatínek? A dáš si mrkvíčku? No, I won't do that. <laughs> he would feel pretty weird, I think. What did you just say then? Uh, how are you? How was daddy? Do you want some carrot? <laughs> <laughs> I just made it up, of course. <laughs> yeah, this is what I just said. Yeah. But I've heard that, um, I think it was uh, Emma, or I don't think, I know, it was Emma Fredino who yeah. was saying that with Luca, because mm-hmm. they'll speak, German and English oh, with yeah, him, he could have a conversation, but he would flow in and out of the two different languages. So it would just be a mix, yeah, oh. a mix of both. And oh. I, so I mean, I'm no expert or anything, but I remember her telling me it that they understand it so well, but they possibly at a young age don't understand the difference yeah, between the, the two. But that's what I'm afraid of. But I don't think that's a bad thing. They'll they'll eventually. No find the difference well the let's difference. let's hope otherwise brad will be hanging out with ruby and he will not know what she's telling him <laughs> she will understand half Dad, of what she's why saying. are you not going there i told you yeah <laughs> i'm sure you guys uh, will figure it out yeah yeah figure it all out yeah you seem to be doing a pretty good job so far she's a very happy little lady yeah she is yeah <laughs> and you guys are loving it obviously yeah we do but yeah when people ask us when's the second coming we oh, are like God. Let's let's focus on Ruby first. <laughs> it's full on. I completely understand. Yeah, yeah. A second I child. Love it, but I know. Yeah. yeah, full on. It's full on. But even um, and I'll compare us because I guess we travel a lot for work. Mm-hmm. You obviously racing, and me taking photos of you racing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, traveling with one kid, it's not easy, but it's manageable. But traveling with two kids and then having to do what you need to do is that's a whole new level i think if i have if we have a second baby i would have to retire i think oh yeah yeah or i will have to be not a good mom (laughs) to like get it okay you know put her in a daycare for every day or something like i don't know otherwise i think i wouldn't be happy and the babies wouldn't be happy because yeah i if i don't spend quality time with ruby i don't feel happy and yeah you can tell like if, if i have a even tomorrow i did a race and i still want to have a, a good feeling that she had it fun so we'll probably go for swim or, or, or the giant wheel or something yeah otherwise i would feel like it was her wasted time but yeah. it won't be because she will have fun cheering and, and running around so it just have to like in my head i have to have a feeling that she had a good day as well. Yeah, she hasn't just been carted around everywhere. Yeah, exactly, just, just so like, oh, yeah. I would hate that to think later that she kind of, like, suffered me being an yeah. athlete, but, which is definitely not because she loves all that traveling and she loves meeting people, so... Uh, absolutely. It's, She's a very friendly little kid, very yeah, happy to yeah. chat to others. That's yeah. right, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah but I, I do completely understand what yeah. you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah. But like um we started her on daycare um for two days a week. Uh-huh. And I think it's it's it was the best move because I got 
some time for me and I don't know, clean up or do something what you can't do now with her because she's so busy. (laughs) And she loves it there. She loves it. She's like happy playing like from day one. Okay, yeah. She's bossing all the other kids around. <laughs> I love it. Uh, so it's it's really good. Oh, that's and good. My mom was like, oh, no, don't give her away. Like, no, but she has good time. Like, Yeah, she's actually she seeing it. Yeah, yeah. Fun, a fun yeah. time away. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Oh, that's she good. She learns new things and yeah. Yeah. So. That's, a, that's the best way to look at it and the best way you can look at it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. For sure. Yeah. It's hard though, huh? I bet that first day was tough. It was. For uh, you. Yeah. <laughs> I called them three times. Are you sure she's fine? She yeah. like pick her up. <laughs> like, no, she loves it here. She's playing. She had great nap, and now she has whatever. She's eating well. I'm like, really? But she's really messy. No, that's it's all good. Like, they're it's great. so used to it. Yeah. yeah. And actually, when we talked about the second child, I actually forgot it's it may be easier later because they play together. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Now she wants like. To you know, you you have to play with her and yeah. entertain her. But if yeah. she has the sibling, then yeah. they play together. This is how. Now we were uh, in Boga for two weeks with Brad's family, and yeah. Um. So from Brad's side, there's nine grandkids. Oh and wow! So she played with all of them, and, and that's amazing. You don't need to do anything. Yeah, right. The yeah. older ones who are like five, they just take care of her, and you just sit there, and it's they're amazing, happily isn't it? running around, and they come tired, sleep. Yep. So, well, I don't plan to have nine, but it's <laughs> great. <laughs> yeah. Wow, imagine having nine kids. Wow. Yeah. No, that's nine grandkids. Great. Yeah. Well, Brad's mom had six kids. So. He's one of six. He's one of six. Three boys and three girls. Wow. I, I said I would love to see at least like a one day video of their life because, I mean, that's, that's amazing. That is crazy. Yeah. And you've got one sister, or yeah, one sister, and she has two little girls now. Right. So yeah. So, so whereabouts does she live? She's in Prague, in oh, Czech. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Right. And so. are you close with her? I'm very close, but very far away from her. <laughs> right. Yes. So we are like basically every day on like this Viber app, chatting and talking and sending pictures of our babies, and Aww. so that that is very close. But she lives, you know, on the other side of the world. Yeah. And uh, I actually haven't seen her second baby yet so she is she's now six months old and i haven't met her yet but you will so soon i will soon like in in uh basically in a month right and you've just looked at your watch again yeah which is just to yeah. double check yeah yeah i do it all the time <laughs> yeah um oh wow oh that'll be nice when you get to see her again and meet her little ones yeah i can't wait in- is, is that the i assume that's the hardest thing about living in yeah. australia yeah yeah well, I love it here and I have my family now and yeah. Brad's family and all his friends. But yeah, I don't get to see my mom and my sister and her little babies. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's sad, but also the time is flying for me so quick that I'll be like, oh, really? We haven't been in Czech for a year. All right. Okay. Yeah. Just have a busy life. Yeah, hey, it goes so just, quick. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. So, how old were you when you left Czech? Do, do you say oh. the Czech or Czech? Well, they say the Czech Republic, but when you left, where did you? When yeah. you left, Czech Republic. <laughs> <laughs> so, ask all the hard hitting questions on yeah. this podcast. Is that a yeah? yeah. 
English class. Yeah. <laughs> when did you leave your homeland? <laughs> That's better. <laughs> the homeland. Um, well, I think like four years ago. So it's 31, let's say. But it's, so it's only hard... four years ago. Yeah, well, I lived in Czech Republic on and on, like, because before I met Brad, I I used to live a lot, like I said, in Spain, but also yeah. in, uh, in the US and in Asia. So I traveled basically. Oh. So like I left my mom's hometown probably when I was 18. Right. But I studied and traveled and back and forth. So yeah. Um, I was basically homeless until now. <laughs> You're uh, traveling gypsy. Yeah, yeah. yeah so right. the Czech passports are really thin. They don't have too many pages. Not like the Aussie ones. Yeah, right. And so I have to apply every like two years for a new passport because get to full pages. Really? Yeah, yeah. Wow. So I can't wait to have the Aussie one. <laughs> oh, so that's what I was going to ask. So you you just have the Czech passport. Yeah. And then, so you're going to be an Australian, so you'll be a dual citizen? Is that Yes, right? yes. Okay. But I will be able to get the Aussie passport in another, um, I think, four years. Because I just got a, the permanent residency last year. And okay. then you have to be permanent resident for five years. And oh. then you do a citizenship test. Which actually Caroline Stefan just passed like last year, I think, or this this year. Oh, I vaguely remember something like that. Yeah. Yeah, and yeah. she's like, "Oh, you got to study for that." There oh, is really? These questions about politics and all that. I reckon I'd fail it. Yeah, well, yeah. she reckons everyone would because yeah. even like Pete, he had to like they had to like work on it together to like they wow. studied together. Really? So yeah. Yeah, so okay. that's going to be lots of pressure to okay. pass the citizenship test. <laughs> you'll be okay. But yeah, oh, thanks. Yeah, you'll be fine. But look, Ruby, she just is born and gets the Aussie passport straight away. I'm so jealous. <laughs> but do, so will she get a Czech passport she as can. well? She can. So yeah. she has birth Czech, Czech and Aussie birth certificate. Okay, right. But she has just a Aussie passport, but she, she can... If I apply for the Czech one, she can have the Czech one as well. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. Wow, that's pretty cool to have that. Yeah. At such a young age. It's good. Yeah. yeah, it is. And good. who knows how things are going to change in the future. Yeah. As well. So it's maybe good she'll that... be like, "Mom, I met a Czech boyfriend. Bye." <gasps> I'll Don't not allow her. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I will not allow her <laughs> to be so far from me. Don't start thinking about stuff like that right now. I'm getting really sad. (laughs) (laughs) You can't be thinking about stuff like that. Um, Let's go back to your sister. So what does she do? Is she involved in sport? Yes, she is a tennis coach. Oh, wow. So she is really talented in any sport. Really? And when we were young, my my dad was into tennis and he he like loved tennis and he, he knew there is good money in tennis. Smart. Yeah, so... He wanted my sister and I to be tennis players. And so we both played tennis. That was my first sport as well. Yeah. And I loved it. I, I was like, I wanted to be back then Steffi Graf and <gasps> Andrew Agassi. And yeah. Like, oh, so into it. But then one day, I think I was 12 years old. My dad had to tell me, Rats, you're not for it. You're really bad. <laughs> oh, no. I was heartbroken. <laughs> I couldn't believe it because I put so much energy. I was really good in like just training. Yeah. But then the the matches, I was I was just not good. And my eyes are not perfect. Like I need 
glasses oh. and they're like you know and your muscles you you are really slow you are like endurance at least you're not for sprints you have like a a short sprint to the net but it takes you half hour to get going <laughs> <laughs> i was so sad so i had to i changed to cross-country skiing Then I was happy again. <laughs> Which is like the complete opposite. Yes. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And my sis but my sister, she could do tennis, cross country skiing, swimming. She was great for everything. Wow. So yeah, so my sister, she played competitive, she loved it, but then my dad well I can say that he's he's studying English, but he won't understand. My my dad was trying to be that great parent coach. And so he kind of overtrained her. She was oh, no. so talented, but then at like the age of fourteen, she was already burned out. She, Sorry, this was at tennis. Yeah, yeah, tennis. Yeah, so she had a sore elbow, sore back, and oh. started like hating it at like the teenage age. Right, just like all the kids having fun, and she had like four training sessions a day, like just you know, changing the car, I drive you to tennis, then change and you do a swim and do this, and then another strengthening exercise yeah so it was too much and then so she stopped for a bit but then actually luckily la uh, found the love for tennis again okay and but decided to be a tennis coach and now she's a tennis coach and she loves it well she's on a maternity leave now but i think yeah. she's starting back into it wow again. so it's really cool and now we are joking that uh because we know in tennis is more money so ruby is gonna play tennis Frankie will too. <laughs> maybe they'll play yes. each other. Dip. Yes. Yeah. Oh, maybe they're competition then. They shouldn't play now with together. But Ruby will play double, double, doubles, doubles with Lucy, Lucinka, my sister's girl. Ah, uh, okay. So they're gonna try and together once I come to Europe now. I think. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, I'll try and find another partner for Frankie yeah. then. Oh <laughs> uh, well, we can negotiate later. Uh, we'll we'll see. Oh, uh, it was it was so funny back. So when my sister played tennis, as like a little girl. In Czech, it's very popular tennis. Yeah. And there's like this girl's five years old and these parents are crazy, like behind the net watching it. And yeah. they are almost like killing each other just so that their little girl is winning or not Yeah. Winning. It's so competitive. It's almost like sad. Yeah. Like they're taking it seriously. Like, and like, you know, the winner gets a little... Uh, a Barbie doll or not even that you yeah. know it's just it's supposed to be for fun but yeah it's very but it's so I mean I don't know what the answer is and I don't fully understand it all and I'm sure we'll come across that when our kids start getting a little bit older but you know you you want them to have fun and enjoy yeah. life um but you look at something like a tennis um for for example and there's so many young prodigies coming up through the yeah. ranks But they've started doing the sport so young. So early, yeah. Is that the parents pushing them too much? Do they really love it? Where's the line? I like, know. It, and I, obviously your dad didn't know where the line was because your sister got yeah. burnt out. And Yeah. I mean, I, I feel like even now, like, for example, Ruby, we will not push her into sport like that. Yeah. We want her, her to have fun. But I already feel like... She knows what I'm doing or what Brad is doing. Yeah. So she like she loves bikes and she sees the swim goggles on the floor and she puts them on and yeah. it feels like she wants to do that already. Yeah. yeah. But who knows? Like I mean, 
you don't know until probably they start talking and tell you I want to go for a a bike ride or something. I don't know. I'm not experiencing that yet. No, no. Well, (laughs) that's the thing. You don't know. It's a tough one because I think every parent wants to do the best for the kid. Yeah. But yeah, where is the border? Like you said. Yeah. And then obviously, like you said as well, um, those parents who are yelling and screaming at their five, six-year-old, whatever, it it definitely seems like it's more their their dream that they want. I think it's most of the time is when the parent didn't achieve what he wanted. Yeah. Then they want to do it on their kids. Through their kids. Through their kids. There's a... um, I don't know if it's still on Netflix um, and I can't remember what it was called. So this is a great story. Um, I think it might've been called trophy kids, but it's a, it's like a documentary. That would be good. Yeah. Based on um, child sporting prodigies and just watching that interaction between parents and the kids. And it's quite interesting. You should check it out. Just like there was a, this little golfer, golfer from the U S I think, and the kid would have been three and she's swinging a golf club around and, you know, doing hours of practice. And it's just, mm. it's mind blowing. But, and again, I'm not saying what's right or wrong, but how do, how do you get to be yeah. at that level um, so young in life yeah, and so successful yeah. without starting early? I, I don't know. I, I don't hard. know. Yeah. I, mean, I think in the endurance sport, we are lucky because there's so many super great athletes who just started after like yeah you're 20 and like oh what yeah. is triathlon Let's yeah give me a bike and they yeah. still get like amazing results yeah but in like swimming or tennis stuff yeah. like that i think you have to start early not not sure but yeah oh i watched a, a documentary about this chinese uh, oh hang on coming. a second someone's just come home baby ruby <laughs> oh. Hi. <laughs> is that is that a hi? Hi. Well, I think so. It's a yeah. hi. We'll claim it. Is it a hi? Oh, biggest grin ever. Hi. Just hi. talking about everything. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, no worries. <laughs> Thanks, Brad. Gosh, she's cute. <laughs> I was so bit, happy. She had a, a power nap. Oh, That's excellent. Nice. That's pretty good. It's very good. Yeah. Uh, when we're down at the press conference, so we're just hanging out at the hotel down at Challenge Melbourne at the moment for everyone who's listening. Um, and I'm meant to be taking photos of all you guys mm. up on the on stage. And I just kept chasing Ruby around to take photos of her. She's very delicious. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, so I was saying, uh, I watched a documentary about Chinese, how they, this families put all these, little kids into these gymnastic schools. Oh, gosh, yeah. I, I actually cried. Well, I watched it on the flight. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. It's basically some families are poor and the, their only chance to get out of this poorness is to get this kid be really good and go to Olympics. And so they put oh. this little kid with all that pressure, I don't know, of, of age, I mean, I think three three or four they start and they they leave them for a whole year the the parents just leave them yeah they oh like and they are convinced that it's good for them they need to be focused on the training and then they come in a one year and then they see if they're really good and selected or and this these kids they are like later they are like 
five or seven years old and they're like, yeah, I have to be successful because, um, you know, my, all my family and, and uncles, they put all that money to put me in here and, and, and I can't put them down. And I was, I was just a little bit of pressure for a five-year-old. Yeah. Wow. Uh, and what they do, oh my God, it's just training and training and they like break this little bodies, like st- overstretch them, you know, into these Oh positions. my goodness. But yeah, the mom is leaving with thinking I'm doing the best for my kid. Yeah. So. Oh, wow. Yeah. That is full on. Yeah. Let's move on to brighter things. Yes. <laughs> Please excuse this brief interruption from my chat with Rad so that I can tell you about Ironman Cairns. Now, I've been to plenty of races in my time in the sport. Jeez, could I sound any older? Uh, but... Ironman Kansas is up there amongst one of my favorite courses, particularly the bike course, which takes in some spectacular views. Uh, it was also recently voted the number one Ironman event globally for overall satisfaction. So there's that as well. Uh, not only have I covered this race from the back of a moto, but I've competed as well over the 70.3 distance uh, individual and also in a team. And I loved it. Uh, I believe my fastest transition ever was running across the finishing line over the 70.3 and then throwing on a pair of jeans and a jacket to then jump on a moto to cover the second half of a full Ironman. Now, that was somewhat of a hectic day, fair to say. We here at Wits Up are excited to be heading to the event again this year. As rumor has it, the pro field is looking unreal and currently the 70.3 is approximately 50% female participation. So let's try and get that number up even more. Get involved. Entries are still available online. Um, earlier you mentioned that you were studying, uh, you know, back in the day before you went traveling and everything. What were you studying? Um, so I, I am a teacher. I'm a sport sports uh yep. and science education teacher yep um sports and science or sports yeah, spo- science. sorry sports science sports science, right yeah yeah sports and science sounds even better but not yeah, yeah. sports science <laughs> uh so i have a master's degree of that oh really yeah yeah right but i thought i don't want to be a teacher <laughs> because i i don't know nowadays the teenage kids oh they would run over my head i think <laughs> They would run over your head. Yes. <laughs> Wait, uh, hang on. How do what you do you mean by run over your head? They would just not listen to me. Okay. I reckon. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, like go over your head. Yeah, I this guess. is how yep. you say it. Yeah. <laughs> That'll do. Like I understand what you're saying, yeah. but I was like, hey, we better, yeah, just <laughs> make sure I know exactly what you're talking yeah, about yeah. there. I actually, um, when I picked the school, I actually started um, – I studied for to be a midwife for two years. Oh wow! Oh, one year, two semesters. Sorry, one year. Yeah. I thought that would be great. To yeah. Deliver babies. Yeah. But then it didn't go together with my sport, and I still wanted to do triathlon. Right. So at the like a second semester, you're supposed to do already the hospital, like stay there and yeah. do the praxis. And I wouldn't be able to just say, "Oh, I'm leaving for whatever triathlon and stuff." So I changed. Wow. School and and chose chose that because that was easier to combine with my, yeah, triathlon. triathlon so. Wow. Yeah. Otherwise, I would be a midwife, I think. But I would probably 
never have that triathlon career and I would never meet Brad, that's for sure. Yeah, yeah, well, no. Being, like, from Czech Republic, meeting an Aussie bloke. Yeah, <laughs> a Czech Republic midwife just randomly running into yeah. an Australian triathlete. Just, like, yeah. You never well, it know. Could, it could be, like, Brad would do probably maybe, like, a, a challenge Prague race and I would be hanging out there with... Yeah, delivering babies. babies. <laughs> Hi. Midwives are amazing. Yeah. They're incredible. They are amazing. Do you yes. know I was going to say they're incredible women, which is true. But they are also men. That's what I was yeah. going to say. Mid-men. Mid- mid-men. Well, so <laughs> mid-men and midwives. So what mid- do you... So let's mid- keep husband, everything... Mid-husband, is it? Mid- oh, yeah, mid-husband. <laughs> so what would be the politically correct term? Yeah. Oh, I told you, don't out. give me political questions. So <laughs> cut that... <laughs> But um, I have not run into, well, in all of my baby experience, I've not run into a male midwife yet. Do you know, have you seen any? Uh, no. They'd have to no. be. And even if he would be delivering my baby, I wouldn't see him because I didn't really look around. <laughs> <laughs> I was in such a pain that I don't even, but there was actually, I think, three doctors at the end with me. Oh, really? Because it was just too, too long. <laughs> <laughs> oh really? Yeah, my midwife left her her um, you know, the work. Oh, change of shift. It's like yeah, see, you. I gotta go home. Oh wow. Yeah. So it's overshift. You don't don't give too many details, but it was so it was a tough yes. labor. Right? Yes. Yes. It was a tough labor, and Brett would confirm he's like it's like it's like two arguments in a row. So I have done. I have done two Ironmans already. Ah, oh, easy. <laughs> easy. Far out. Oh, I'm sorry you had how a rough. Was, how uh, was yours? To be honest, very good. Very good. Oh, I'm so jealous. Yeah. It. Um. We. We were very, very fortunate. I ended up being induced. Um. Okay. Because they thought Frankie was going. Frankie to be quite was going big. to stay. Oh no. Okay. Yeah. Um. So. They were like, look, let's induce you because I don't want you going over because they were a little bit concerned about that. And then, yeah, I was induced. And then in the middle of the night, things were happening. And I was like, oh. So I so I was induced. Yeah. And then you're meant to hang around in the hospital for about five hours, I think it is. Yeah. So they check you again. And in between that time, they're like, oh, do you want to have some dinner? And I was like, I don't want to have a hospital dinner at five o'clock on a Sunday. <laughs> So they're like, oh, you can get Thai from across the road if you want. Oh, so and you went. Thinking that they, I'd send Brett out to go get Thai. And I was like, no, nah, let's get out of here. We drove up to Ligon Street in Melbourne, which is yeah. uh, a lot of Italian restaurants. Uh-huh. Went out and had pizza. I had a gin and tonic. So <laughs> sat there. I'm having like mini contractions in the restaurant, having a gin and tonic and <laughs> eating pizza. How good is that? It was unreal. And then you went. They went back and they're like, oh, you can go home or um, you can stay the night. And I I was like, oh, I've got a feeling something's happening, so let's stay the night. Digesting the pizza, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Something. Something's moving. There. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, 7 o'clock the next morning, my waters broke and then it was fucking full on. It was. Are you allowed so- to say that word? It's my podcast. Yes, I can say whatever I want. Oh, I would say yeah. that as well then. Oh, yeah. You can... <laughs> So I had this conversation a lot. Swearing helps just add colour to yeah. a conversation. Good. So, but I didn't swear during the delivery. I've, you didn't? No. Did you? Have you been like Fuck a... yeah. <gasps> oh. Well, actually, I can't say during the delivery because I ended up with an epidural. 
So the actual delivery, I was like, meh, couldn't think. I didn't feel that much. Um, But the four hours of contractions, there were a lot of, there was a lot of swearing. Did you say bad stuff to Brad, your Brad? I thought that I would have. Um, I really thought that I would have been like, ah, you fucking did this to me. But like I yelled, but not at him. He was amazing. He was like a coach. Exactly. So we were at this pre-delivery classes or whatever. Then they said, all these women, they are really bad, nasty to their husband. But I would, why would I be nasty to him? I wanted a baby too. Like, (laughs) and, and he was, Brad was, my Brad was the same. He was so good. He was great coach. Yeah. And I was just like pressing his hands and he was in pain. <laughs> but yeah. But they after the delivery actually one of the nurses asked if Brad is my coach in in life because they could see a coaching cooperation. No You're way. Like, we never saw a husband giving this advice to the wife and she listening like that and really doing what he said. Normally you would be like yeah, yeah. And and so That's she, so interesting. Yeah, it was pretty cool. I was like, yeah, he's my coach. Because <laughs> he was like, like breathe through. And I'm like, I'm giving up. He's like, what do you mean giving up? Keep going. <laughs> oh, that's so, so cool. Yeah. What a team. Yeah, we were a good team. That yeah. is very, very cool. Yeah, yeah. We didn't go to any classes. Oh, we, you didn't? Nah. They told us we, you got to do. Oh, we really? Go. Yeah. We just got to a point where... I've got that many friends who've had kids, so I spoke to a lot of people, and I was just like, I don't want to spend more money on another thing. Oh, it and... was for free in Wagga. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, there you go. And yeah. they give us even sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> Do it for the sandwich. Yeah. Do it for the Cookie, sandwich. Cookie, bikies, sandwich. Brilliant. Yeah. Oh, that's hilarious. Yeah. Uh, but, no, yeah. Uh, they, well, because they tell you, you have to be... Well, you can be prepared you what you want to do during the delivery, but you have to be flexible because anything can happen. Yeah. And I was like, oh, yeah. But I know what I want, you know. I, I want to have natural bird and definitely no epidural. Well, I ended up with signing going to cesarean and then luckily not. Oh, really? <laughs> and getting two epidurals because one didn't work. Oh, <laughs> One gosh. stopped working. So... Wow. I, since then, I'm like, okay, that's why they're saying be open to anything. Yeah. Because <laughs> but it's so much like a race. You've got your A plan. Yeah. And then you have a happens. puncture, you have cramps, you yep. get lost. Or <laughs> get lost. <laughs> I got lost during that delivery. Uh, yeah, no, no. But yeah. But yeah, yeah right. it's good. And wow. then my sister, she was, she had a so quick deliveries. Yeah, right. So the first one was quick, but the second, she's she's amazing. She is at the playground with this little two-year-old. Yeah. And one hour later, she has the second baby. Stop it. <laughs> yes. Did she get to hospital? Yeah. She's still, she's like, okay, I think we have to go. So I dropped off the baby to the babysitter or whatever. Yeah. Drove there and, oh, straight into the delivery room. Here it is. Wow. And I'm like, oh my God, I'm so jealous. And she would be like, but it was painful. I'm like, yes, but it took you like 20 minutes of nothing. Like yeah. Pushing. So, so it can insane. be like, yeah. This is, it, everyone's completely different. different. Yeah. It doesn't matter. Yeah. And you can prepare mentally for whatever you want. But, and yeah. that's why I guess we got to the point, or I should say me, because it pretty much was my decision, that I was like, we can plan for so many different things or we go in with a really open mind yeah. and just deal with it as it comes. Yeah. And fortunately, 
everything was pretty smooth. Yeah. So yeah. yeah. And it's, but yeah. Yeah. Oh god, people must be bored. We are talking about delivery, but let's talk about mucus plugs. No. <laughs> <laughs> I remember um <laughs> I was in London and Mary Beth Ellis and Jodie Cunnamar were yeah. both pregnant at the time and I went for a walk with them. We were walking yeah. along the Thames, the River Thames. And the stuff that they, that's when I first heard about mucus plugs. And back then I wasn't even pregnant. Kids. Yeah. Oh, I wasn't pregnant, wanna... wasn't even thinking about having kids then. Yeah. I don't think. No, I don't think then. And the stuff that they were talking about, I was just like, oh my God. But yeah, I guess once you have a kid, there's nothing yeah, you just don't. I don't give a shit about anything anymore. I know. Once a room full of oh people have God. seen you at your most vulnerable, oh, you know, entering the delivery room, you're like you're still like kind of hesitant. Shall I take off my undies? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh my God, is there someone coming in? Just pull the pull the like a pajama slower or something, yeah. or cover it. even Brad would be like, oh, cover your boobs or something. And then like for us, ten hours later, there's like. Andy's nowhere to see, like <laughs> boobs hanging out, like going to the bathroom, not even bothering. Like it's so true. It's so bizarre. Yeah, but it has also because I guess I've always had a bit of a a little bit con- conscious about my subconscious about my body. Yeah, like, not in a bad way, but I just have never felt fully comfortable with my body. But now I'm just like, what? Well, I just don't care yeah because yeah. i i just don't oh i just since since having ruby i feel like body is a magic like yeah like the nature is magic i even like with breastfeeding how it, everything works it's it's unreal yeah and how you breast figure out how much it needs for your baby oh, it's and what, what nutrition they need like yeah if, even if like ruby would be getting sick it changes the yeah it's unreal. And we went to Hawaii when Frankie was six and a half weeks old. Oh, and yeah, <laughs> a little bit mental. Uh, it was fine. Um, but I think the breast milk became um, more liquidy. Hydrated. Yeah, for because hydration. hydration. Yeah. yeah. It's incredible. Oh my God, but this is unreal. Six and a half weeks. Yeah. With Brett. Brett came as well. Yeah, but, yeah. you know, in Czech they say the first... Uh, Six weeks, the baby shouldn't even go out and see anyone. Like, oh, really? Yeah. And, and in Vietnam, the baby doesn't go out for six months. What? So when we arrived, they never like saw a tiny baby out on the street. Because yeah, right. all the moms, they are... they Even mom stays at home and everyone shops for her and brings stuff in. Wow. In this is like you get to have complete... Which is crazy. Yeah, I... I think I was outside on day two. Me I had too. To get outside I went for fresh air. Mom, yeah. My mom in Czech, like, this, like, yeah, you shouldn't be with these kids and anyone. Like, you should. So, and I said we went, Ruby was eight weeks and we traveled from Woga to Sydney. Yeah. And my mom was, oh my God, you are crazy. But I thought, that's, that's nothing. Yeah. But she's like, oh, there's no, like, immunity and I'm like well all these midwives they, they tell you that the baby has the immunity from the breast milk yeah. and yep. you would be surprised and everything so yeah isn't it amazing it's, though it's different amazing. cultures what, different, what the norm oh, is and... and but it's funny like in Czech Republic they're like really strict in even when you wash baby's clothes oh really clothes, you every clothes you have to also iron to kill any bacteria for the first 
half year of the baby's life, I think. Really? When I asked Brett's mom, because she has six kids, I was like, shall I iron these clothes? And she's like, uh, yeah, if she's going out, if you want to have it good looking. I'm like, oh, no, I mean, like, for for like a hygienic and yeah. all these reasons. Like, no. It's like, wow. all the 40 degrees sun will kill it in Woga. Yeah. <laughs> but like, yeah, in Czech, you do like iron, like even... Well, wow. probably not socks, but like undies and everything you iron. Wow! Some some families they iron even like for adults, like undies and everything. Really? Do do you have disposable nappies or both? Over there? Both, it's both. Yeah. But there's not one that's more. Uh, I think now standard. all the mums are just lazy, and everyone has the disposable. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine though having the cloth ones? Cloth ones oh. and have six kids, for example. Oh my goodness. And it used to be like no washing machine as well. Yeah, of course. Hand wash. Yeah, no. Good luck. No. <laughs> pass. That is a hard oh. pass. Oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> We've uh, I, we tried not to, but we ended up talking about babies yes. a fair bit. Maybe uh, you have to cut it out. Yeah. Just, uh, just put a baby podcast somewhere like a different one. We'll start another yeah. one. Yeah. 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 <laughs> babies bits up. <laughs> Babies in triathlon bits up. Yeah, that'll yeah. be. Yeah. yeah. Hey, look out! Do you hear that baby there? Did I hear Ruby? it, Ruby? Yeah. Is she she wasn't <laughs> crying, was she? She's she's crying. I think she she probably wants a boob or she wants to. Should we wrap this up? Something. Do you reckon? Oh, uh, yeah. We still can talk for a little bit. Just give mm-hmm. a different question than baby one. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Um. <laughs> Now, what what did I want? There was something that I wanted to go back to, and now I can't remember what that was. Oh, uh, um, study Australia, Australia. Oh. So, what what was it that I guess brought you to Australia? Was oh, that's an easy one. The bread, bread, the bread, my bread, <laughs> the bread, the, the bread, the Mister Bread. <laughs> so yeah, when you guys met, you weren't living in Australia. No, he no. was the reason you stayed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, okay. Actually, even when we met, I never thought it will be like that I will ever have to get to the decision to where I'm going to live. I don't know. Yeah, it, right. Even just everything so quick. But yeah, I probably raced in Australia only two times and then I met Brad. Yeah. yeah like I raced, what is it? Uh, it's not anymore. 70.3 Mandura. Oh, yes. Out in, yeah. Near Perth. Yeah. I raced that and then I raced. Challenge Bateman's Bay, and then we started talking with Brad. Ah. Um, which I didn't really actually want it because I thought, oh my God, I won't understand him. <laughs> He's talking this Aussie English. Yeah. Oh God, that's going to be embarrassing. <laughs> He's asking me something. <laughs> but then he was like, he was really nice. And yeah. maybe he talked a little bit slower to me. <laughs> and then it went really quick. Like, yeah. I just knew this is the guy. Oh, wow. Yeah. Pretty early on. You're Pretty like, this early is, this on. Is it. I told just my mom and my sister that I think that's the guy. Yeah, right. I was like, if, if that doesn't work out, I don't want to even meet anyone else. So when yeah. did you tell him that he was the guy? He was the I man. didn't tell him. He just proposed then. So he knew you as well. Really? Yeah. So... Was... Well, we were, like, we were together, but... Yeah, yeah. Like, well, I... Of course, I told him... I love you or something, but I yeah. didn't tell him I'm going to marry you or something. I don't know. I, oh. Because it was, I had a nine year relationship before him. Oh, wow. And we never got engaged or anything. Yeah. Okay. Just, um, 
So I thought, I think he proposed after a year we were together. Yeah. So I was in shock because, you know, after nine years, nothing. Yeah. And and not even feeling like something. Yeah. So you didn't even, you didn't want to get married. Oh, no, I thought I wanted. Yeah, okay. But I didn't even start thinking it would be so early because right. I thought we'll have to probably be together for nine years before we... Yeah, yeah so sorry, with Brad, it. yes, you were like, oh, yeah, yeah, but, but, but that, with your previous relationship... No, there I, was, knew, I knew, no. It had a de- an expiry date. Yeah. yeah, right. It was just like, no, nah, I couldn't... I thought I don't want to be yeah. married. Yeah, it right. Was, yeah. And because, then with Brad, you knew. Yeah, yeah. So was the proposal a surprise? Oh, amazing it? surprise. Yeah. So how he did it so well. We, we were on Gold Coast and um, he was planning something in his head and he decided to, um, well, he wanted to propose in Europe, but he was like, I can't be bothered to bring <laughs> all the ring through all the securities and try to hide it and stuff. Yeah, so when you're traveling decided, together. Yeah, yep. decided to do it that day before we fly away maybe next week or something so he was like quickly trying to plan it and he needed to me be away for a little bit yeah so he's like because he's coaching me he's like uh have you done your gym today i'm like no i didn't have a gym in the plan it's like no i think you have to go to gym so he sent me for 30 minutes to do a gym and in that time he like booked a restaurant um ah god where's that um, Mount Tambourine. Okay. I don't know if you know. It's not not the name of the restaurant, but there it's the, the like beautiful area. forest area yeah. where he we um he proposed. But it was like he just quickly booked it, and then he made up a, a lie, another lie. He's like, I came back from the gym. He's like, we're gonna catch up with Nico and Haley for dinner. I'm like, yep. oh yeah, cool. And he's like, and I think it's a it's a nice restaurant. So just pack something nicer. <laughs> it's like he looked at me. It's <laughs> change out of your but, gym clothes but we'll do um before that we'll do a little easy jog i yeah. want to show you like a nice place I'm like all right cool that's that sounds great like yeah i'll see something new so we we packed these clothes to f- for dinner with with our friends yeah yeah <laughs> and went for a run so i'm like we drove like 45 minutes in a car for, like for an easy run last like that's pretty romantic, but I didn't even think of anything. It's yeah, like, right. Oh, such a romantic. Oh, that's so nice of you. Like, yeah. And then he's like, parked the car and I was starting to stretch. <laughs> he was almost laughing because I took it so seriously for a run. <laughs> it's like putting on my Garmin or whatever. And he's like, we just run down through like a forest. And I was like, oh my God, this beautiful tree there. Yeah. It's my favorite. Like, it's like really high roots. Uh, yeah. Roots. Yeah. It's like, oh, can I just go to the bathroom <laughs> behind the tree? And then I come around and Brad is in between these roots um, on his knee. And I was so like, I couldn't, like, what was he doing? Is like, he I thought he was taking a picture or something. And <laughs> and then I saw he's, like, holding a ring. I couldn't believe it. That was the best, like, it was the best surprise. Like, oh, that's awesome. I really still feel, like, so excited just to think, think about it. You are grinning a lot while you're telling this story. <laughs> it was amazing. Yeah. So you just put that ring on and then we back back to the car, changed. And, of course, it's the private dinner, not, yeah. well, not with a friend. Yeah. Because he made it up. That was amazing. Well played, Brad. Really good. Well played. And then, yeah, then you just, like, we sat in a car and called 
to tell his family. Yeah. But it was like a two-hour phone call because there's like <laughs> like six of them, six, like oh. five kids and yeah. then mom, dad and all these. <laughs> so long. And then told to my family and... Oh, wow. Oh, wow. That That's great. Amazing. Yeah. That's Good great. job, Brad. Yep. He did he, well. He did so well. Yep. Ah, very good. good. boy. <laughs> That's a really nice um, place to stop it because I know that you've got a little friend who... Oh, she stopped crying now. She stopped crying, but she yep. doesn't know that I'm going for a, a jog. Oh, yep. <laughs> so we better let you go and do that because you're also racing tomorrow yes. and you've got stuff to do. Yes, um, yes. Little little ones to hang out with, feed and yep. get ready get for her ready bed. for sleep. Hopefully she sleeps well tonight. Fingers crossed. Yes, it's every night. Fingers crossed. <laughs> yeah, I know the feeling. Oh, Actually, no, you don't know. pretty good. Yeah, but yeah. Anyway, yeah. oh, we would start talking about babies again. Oh you know, God. all right, we're going to cut that off. Yeah, quickly. Um, <laughs> thank you for letting me invade your hotel and have a chat to you. I learned heaps about you that I didn't know, which is great. Yeah, it's good, but I didn't yeah. have time to ask you many questions. I know just about. The delivery and stuff. I'm a closed book. I, you know, I don't let anyone know anything about oh, me. We're gonna catch up again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe over a beer or wine next time. Oh, I'd love that. Yeah. yeah. Let's do that. Yeah. Um, we will release this podcast after the race, but I'm gonna say to you, good luck tomorrow. Thank you. Very enjoy. Much. Um, you always seem to be enjoying yourself out there, even though you race hard, but you seem to enjoy it. Yes. Whenever I'm out I there watching do. you. Yeah. And especially when I run past Ruby, I love it. Yeah. She waves to me now. I'm going to see if I can find Brad on course to try and get a photo of you running past Ruby. Yes. That's my goal. That would be good. All right. Yeah. I'm on to it. I'll Talk have a chat him. to him. He'll be yeah. everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. He'll probably be running along with, with her. Groups. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> all right. I'm all over it. Thank you very much. Thank uh, we'll you. chat to you soon. Deb. <laughs>